0: Are you a photographer looking to build a five or six figure business that has both time and financial freedom? Maybe you're struggling to get clients on your books that don't know what to do to bring in your next lead. Maybe you're frustrated with social media because you see it working for other photographers, but you aren't seeing any results. Maybe you're an established photographer with a solid client base, but you're looking to go next level. The truth is that taking pretty pictures just isn't enough anymore. In order to build that dream career as a photographer that you had when you first got into this industry, it's going to take a toolkit of business skills, marketing strategies, and accountability. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson, a lifestyle photographer, marketing strategist, and business coach for photographers. Welcome to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast, where I share tried and true marketing strategies, interview other photographers and experts, and pull back the curtain on what it really takes to be the go-to photographer in your specialty. My goal is to help you turn your business both profitable and purposeful. If you're ready, let's jump on into today's show. Well, hey, Brittany. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm really excited to dive into the topic at hand today. I think it'll be great because we often hear why we should show our face or that we should show our face, but we tend to forget to dive into why that's so important. So I'm really excited that you're going to break that down for us. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners who may not have heard of you?
1: Oh, well, thank you so much, Brooke, for having me on the show. My name is Brittany Benyon, and I am a personal branding photographer based out of Utah. And my background is like most photographers. I was able to kind of dabble around in photography, choose what I wanted to do. I was doing a little bit of this here, a little bit of that there. But I have had a background in business for the past 15 years. Um, It's part of what I went to school for. I have run or owned a small business, including my photography business now for 15 years. And there came a point in time where I knew I needed to make a shift and what we call niche down in our business. And I said, what do I love doing? I love working with women. I come from a family of all girls. I have the strongest mom you've ever seen. She's taught me and my sisters that we can do anything and be anything we wanted to, to be, do anything we want to do. And I came to a point where I realized that, that that blessing in my life was not like freely given to everybody. And that a lot of times women, especially, you know, if, if you're a mom, I'm a mom to five kids, but especially women feel like they can't step up and be their own person sometimes. And so we look for various ways in which we can grow and improve ourselves. And a lot of times we find ourselves saying, we want to run a business. This is how we're going to step out. We're going to make our way in the world. We're going to contribute to either the family or to our own selves, or maybe you're in a position where all of a sudden you are the sole breadwinner for your family and And so, perhaps you've fallen into photography, um, and you love it so i i i I said, "I love women, I love working with women, and I love empowering women in their business, so why don't I focus on photographing women in their business and so that's really where I came into branding and photography. My background is in is in journalism and business, and it just kind of marries the two of them. So um, I've been doing brand photography now for five years. I've worked with women all across the country. I have, um, I'm the host of the Pose for Success podcast, and I'm so grateful to have had you as a guest there where I talk um, about empowering women in their business and showing up online. So Brooke, I'm so excited to talk about this topic with you and your listeners today.
0: Well, I am in love with your niche in particular because I'll be honest, I don't feel like very many people really fall into that type of category because I could see how it would be hard to kind of bust in there and really make a name for yourself and not to mention The other side, which is kind of what we're talking about today, is how do you even get photographers to be clients, business owners to be your photography clients? And so I love that we're really going to nail down the importance of why does it even matter that we hire photographers for ourselves? Why do we need to show our face? And does that really actually have a direct correlation to our bottom line, to our business, to booking clients? So I'm so excited that we get to dive into that today, especially with you and that being your niche. That's so special. So where do we need to start in order to really understand the importance of showing our face?
1: Oh, well, I love this question. And I love that we're starting here because what you talk about, it's important. When we talk about showing our face, a lot of times we think, oh, my work will speak for itself. And so I'm going to sit here uh, and focus on making sure that I have the best lighting and the best posing and the best styling and the best, uh, you know, whatever filters or presets or whatever it is that you're using. But I'm here to tell you that that is wonderful and you should be focusing on that. But we're in this age of information and it's so simple. I think about uh, the technology that cell phones alone have come to, like, what is it that's going to set you apart from the other hundred people that can do exactly what you do with the click of a button? And yes, I hear people say, well, of course I'm different. I style them different, or I have an eye for it, or maybe they like my personality. But the thing is, if you're not actively telling your potential clients, what it is about you specifically that sets you apart, then you are just competing with other photographers for the bottom dollar. And nobody wants to be in that situation. Nobody wants to be price hack to say like okay who's going to who's going to be the cheapest and have all the clients go there no you need to create an experience for them and i know that brooke you've talked about this and i know that you've heard you guys have heard this a million times about this client experience but it has to start because of the information age and the digital world that we're in it has to start first with that handshake, that initial greeting of them seeing your face on social media, seeing them on your website, seeing you being shared by their friends. And if you're not actively trying to do that, then you are losing out on customers.
0: Absolutely. So I'm going to back this up with something that I say all the time, especially when we focus on marketing. When I do social media audits, the very first thing that I go look at it, well, two things, because they go, they correlate one profile picture, <laughs> the logo, it's time to get rid of it. You've got to show your face. And the other one is, do you mention your name anywhere in your bio or your page? I have to be able to see it within 10 seconds or less, or you're going to lose somebody. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's like, how can I even reach out to you if I don't even know who I'm talking to? So I always say, again, I love the quote, people don't do business. With businesses or with logos, people choose to do business with people. And that's where I think this whole conversation really is going to be centered around as well. So I love that you brought a different perspective because it does. The client experience is so important but if you don't give that handshake, if people don't have the opportunity, you're never going to get to show off that amazing client experience.
1: Absolutely. So I love this. Yes, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I think about, and this is how I, I like to tell it to my clients. Okay. I like to take it back to like a network marketing scenario. All right. And this is so simple because usually in a net, if you're a network marketer, um, you're given the exact same products as everybody, the exact same photos to use, the exact same saying, the exact same pricing, everything. All right. So what sets somebody apart from being super successful versus mediocre or just kind of wasting their time and money? Because we know there's a spectrum. Some people are crazy successful. Some people aren't. And the difference is you. And it's, it's such a unique, like, like study. If you think about this, same thing with any industry, you're the person that sets you apart from anybody else. And you have to engage with potential clients with who you are, what you bring to the table. So I really want you to start to think about what is it that sets me apart? How can I show up differently? And, and sometimes it can be hard. You may think, oh, nothing is special about me. But usually it's that it's what comes easy to you. That's special for you. When I was doing family photography for me, like I said, I have five kids and I always tell people that there's, there's no kid out there that will drive me crazy because I've got four boys. I've got a a daughter, nothing that your kids can do will drive me crazy. And that was my superpower. And that really drew people to me because of that. Um, For me, like in branding, I say that. I help choreograph you because I I used to be a professional dancer. I help choreograph your body into a style and a pose that's natural. And women love that. They say, oh, good, because I just feel so awkward in front of a camera. I don't know what to do. And I say, girl, I've got you. Don't worry. And so that sets me apart. So think about. What sets you apart? If you're struggling with, I don't want to show my face. I don't know what I have to say to people, anything like that. Focus first on what maybe is your superpower? What would set you apart and lead with that?
0: Yeah. The first thing that popped in my mind when you said that was what is something that my clients say over and over and over again? And for me, it's like managing the chaos. It doesn't matter if those toddlers threw a fit um, or how stressed out mom might have felt in that moment. Because as much as we try to prepare the moms, mm-hmm. we know as mothers, we're still like, going to get frustrated. We're still going to have some tension if our kids are not cooperating the way that we wanted them to. And I, every single time I deliver a gallery, it is above and beyond their expectations. You would never know. And that's what they say <laughs> you would never know, fill in the blank, that this happened. And right. You know, me, I'm like, there you go. Like, that's it. And I I hear a lot, my patients. I made a joke yesterday, actually, when I delivered a gallery, the mom was like, you would never know that my boys were running wild and crazy. Like your patience was amazing. And I was like, I really wish that patience would extend to my own children sometimes. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I love that. So I would say if you're really lost, what do people tell you? What are you getting compliments on? Go back and read your reviews. What's the one thing over and over and over? And if you are a beginner photographer um, or in the beginning of your business and you don't have a whole lot of clients under your belt, you it may just be that you take great photos quote unquote, but you'll, you'll eventually figure that out. And then go back to your niche. What are you trying to specialize in? A lot of times your superpowers wrapped up in your niche, which is why Brittany and I back when we did family photography, I'm still doing it. But that's why we get complimented on that is because our superpower is wrapped up in our specialty. So I love that. That's such a good reminder.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And once, if if you're struggling to figure it out, ask your family and friends too, because it's usually, like I said, what comes easy to you actually may not be easy to most people And, and you'll figure it out, but that's really what you should lead with. And once you kind of get your foot in the door of, I am the person that can handle any kid in the world, or I am the person that makes sure that, you know, it, if the bride is a bridezilla, that I can just totally calm her down. Okay. Lead with that. And the people who want that will be attracted to you and will want to book you over, you know, their, their neighbor who just bought a nice camera, got a nice camera for Christmas or something. So that's really important. Another thing that you need to focus on when you're showing up in your brand and for your photos is that you need to tell a story as photographers. We are all storytellers and you know this you're telling the story you are telling a love story you're telling a story of a family you're telling a story of uh, a birth whatever it is but you have to look back at your business you have to also tell the story of your business so once you know what your superpower is once you're showing up in that way Next thing you need to do is make sure that you are showing the story of your business. What does it look like for somebody to engage with you from the very beginning all the way through the very end? That's going to make people feel comfortable with you. And you can use your photos to showcase that. What is it like for them to contact you? What do you have in your studio that will um, make them comfortable? Do you offer them drinks before your session? Do you have amazing On location spots that you absolutely love to shoot at, make it so that it's really simple for somebody to know the exact process of working with you before they even contact you, because that's an amazing way to vet clients. And then when you are ready to say your prices or show them, they're like, okay, hands down, I know I feel comfortable with you. I'm ready to book.
0: Yes, I I agree. In fact, one of my little marketing hacks is I tell people who are primarily using Instagram as their social media source that they need to have a highlight that's called Mm -hmm. process. And it literally can lead that way. If you've got a hot lead, they can just, you know, start tapping through and be like, oh, the whole picture was painted for me. Like, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. But I want to. I kind of love that we went a little bit backwards about this because now we're gonna circle back to why our face is so important, why we have to show it. Because all that's great, and the way that they're going to approach that and be ready to book you is if they feel like they know you, they see you. You're, but you've become that friend. You kind of broke that awkward barrier that we have online. So let's hear about how do we even start showing our face, like. From photography aspect to um, when is it appropriate? I mean, anything that you want to share with us. How do we actually take the action steps to start showing our face?
1: Perfect. Well, when we think about where we can show our face, the options are endless. So I want you to think about where your clients are currently viewing your work and start there. For many people, because photography is so visual, we use a visual platform such as Instagram and Instagram has a million different places for you to show your face. You can show it in your feed with photos of you. You can show up on stories. You can do lives. If you are not doing reels, you must start doing reels and they can be so simple and so easy. There's a million ideas out there and I'm sure you've talked about it and there, just, just Google it ask Brooke, she'll help you out. Um, But you really need to think about where your clients are and then show up in that way. Now, I'm not going to give you a magic rule that you have to show up every single day or five times a day in your stories or be focusing about doing all of the background work while you're trying to shoot a photo, a photo shoot. What I want you to do is figure out what works for you to start out, keep it simple But keep it consistent because when you start with the little things, maybe you say I'm going to post one photo of me every week or I'm going to show up on Mondays for stories or maybe your clientele is all on Facebook or even LinkedIn, whatever it ends up being just start small, but stay consistent from there. You can grow because I know a lot of times we're overachievers and we say, I'm going to just dive on in. I'm going to post every day. I'm going to be everywhere all the time. And then you get burnt out and you won't do it. Okay. So first thing is start slow and be consistent. The next thing is it's okay to be totally you. This is something that we as women really start to get stressed out over. Is my hair perfect? Is it quiet? The kids aren't running around in the background. Is my house clean so nobody thinks that I'm not some crazy, terrible mom? Or you know, do I have to show a million clients so it feels like I'm already booked out? No. Show up exactly how you are right now because people will fall in love with you then. And whether or not you're talking about your your day, whether or not you're talking about your process, whether or not you're talking about your photo shoots, whatever it is, start with not worrying about being perfect all the time, because all I know is that when I see people who are perfect on Instagram and I see people who are imperfect on Instagram, who do I want to follow? Who am I like? Yes, girl, she gets me. It's the imperfect people that are showing up and just there to serve, okay? Now, I'm not saying that showing up means you post a picture of what you ate for breakfast every single day, okay? Because that's not going to ultimately serve your end goal and purpose, okay? So you do have to be intentional about it. You wanna make sure that what you're speaking about, your clients actually care about. You wanna make sure that what you have to say will engage a conversation in them with them. You can either be solving their problems, or you can be answering their questions, or you can be giving them new solutions. And then of course, you can just be connecting with them on a level that other people are not connecting with them. So those are the ways that you can start out by showing your face. There's a million different ways to do it, but pick one and stay consistent with it. Be simple and be authentic.
0: I love that so much. Um, okay. So I had some ideas run through my head. And of course, I always play. At, if I am a listener, what are my questions? And my questions would be, okay, like Brittany, that sounds great, but I want some tangible action steps. And that's what we're all about here. So I had some ideas pop in my head. So I'm just going to riff them off and then you guys take it or leave it. If you're a wedding photographer and you're married, one of the things that I would consider is a couple topics that came to mind would be um I would love if I was if I was a wannabe bride and I wanna hire you, I would be looking at a obviously your work, B how you interact with your clients? So do you meet up with your couples? Uh, What does that look like? Could you have someone else take a picture of you guys meeting at a coffee shop? Show us some behind the scenes. But then when it comes to you, I would actually be interested in you telling me your wedding planning process. What were some do's and don'ts? What were some mistakes? What would you change? What do you know now that you didn't know then? Um, I would love to see pictures of you and your spouse. So and, and I know I'm like, that's the first thing that came to mind. But same thing for family photographers. I love it when those moms that you know, we're, we're mom togs and we get on there and we're like, let me just show you a little bit how crazy it is in, in my life, but how I'm still able to manage my kids, your kids, just all the things. So I think people get so stuck in their heads because they think I did not sign up to be an influencer. I get it. You guys, I really do. But I, at the same time, like you've got to give something. And so I feel like there's different ways you can go about this, right? So let's talk a little bit about the photography part specifically. Should we hire out our branding photography? Should we do it ourselves? What are our options and when do we know we're ready for you know, to do certain things. And then what do we do if we do decide to hire another photographer for our branding? How do we stay authentic to ourselves?
1: I love that because so many times we as photographers say, oh, I know how to shoot. I've got a camera. I can just do them myself. And that is well and fine if you actually do it. But I can tell you that most photographers will say that they're going to do it and say that they're going to do it and say that they're going to do it and then not do it. So <laughs> for Guilty. (laughs) And that's okay. So for me, the most important thing is just get it done. Okay. Because you're going to find that once you start and, and I know that we had talked about this earlier book and we didn't quite touch base on it too much, but I want to come back to it. You will be amazed when you start putting this into action, because we can talk about how wonderful it is, but once you actually do it, you are going to see a huge difference in your business. I've seen it with my clients. I've seen it with myself. The second that I said, now I was doing branding photos for people. And then I decided I was like, oh my gosh, I need to put my money where my mouth is and actually get photos of myself done and and real and put them up. I did that guys. I doubled my business that year with really nothing else that I would say different except for showing up my, uh, showing my face. Okay. So if that doesn't you know, light a fire under you to do it. Think about that. I've seen people's businesses double, I've seen them triple. Even in the pandemic, just because they decided to show themselves in their business. So sorry, that was a little bit of a background. No, it's good. It's good. But we have to talk about that. We have to say that that is so vital for your business. Now, what does it mean to get your photos done? One thing, if you're shy, if you're scared, if this is not something for you, find another photographer. Do a trade, guys. This is a simple solution for you. All right. You got to let down that guard, find a girlfriend. Don't think of yourselves as competitors. Don't think of yourselves as uh, I'm going to do her a favor and maybe she can, you know, maybe her photos will be fine. Drop all pretenses. Just get some pictures done. So trade with a girlfriend for starters and make sure your girlfriend's a photographer. Um, (laughs) It's fine to have your husband or your boyfriend or your roommate shoot a picture of you here and there. That's great and well, but when you're trying to present yourself, especially to a higher clientele, you really need to make sure that you have somebody who knows how to work a camera. Okay. So the first thing is trade off. Second thing is look for someone in your area that specializes in branding photography, because just like if you're trying to find somebody to, uh, to shoot a wedding, you're not going to look for a newborn photographer to do that. They're totally different genres, shooting portraiture versus shooting for digital and websites, completely different. And that's okay. So find somebody who knows what they're doing with branding, um, and, and somebody who's going to understand your story. Because once again, as photographers, we do have our own style. We do have our own taste, but that photographer has to understand how to capture your story as a photographer. And honestly, photographers are some of my very best clients because they understand the importance of visuals and they understand that they they need to do this, but they don't understand that I'm really digging into who they are as a person before we start. Okay. So if your photographer is like, oh yeah, we're just going to go to X location. I'm going to take some pictures of you know that they may not understand who you are as a person and who you are looking to attract as clients. Okay. It's a little bit of like that movie inception, right? Where it's like something inside of something inside of something. It's a photographer shooting a photographer, generally shooting a story about somebody else. So you have to be really intentional with it. Make sure that their style fits the style that you're shooting too, because you're going to be regularly posting these photos, regularly showing them up in your newsfeed, in your stories. And if they look completely different from the style that you normally shoot at, it's going to create this cognitive dissonance, which is A way where your clients are going to say like, wait, is that this person or or who's shooting this or did her style change or who is photographing and it's going to make them confused. And I always say confused clients don't buy. You want to make sure that you are uh, building that trust, keeping that relationship up so your styles need to match. So make sure you're communicating with your photographer about that and choose your photographer based off of them understanding the way that you shoot too. All right. So going back to it, if you need to DIY it, you can totally DIY it. Make sure that you just do it. Number two, find another photographer that you can work with and do a trade. Start off there because at least you're getting something in the pocket. And number three, look for a photographer that you can hire that knows what they're doing and that your style matches and that will understand how to tell your story as a photographer. And that's kind of the chain of the steps that you need to take to get some photos for yourself. And then just really make sure that when you're ready. uh, So Brooke, you had asked, you said, when do I know I'm ready for pictures? Okay. And let me just tell you, all of you are ready for pictures right now. Right now you're ready. When are you ready to take it to the next level? When you're so busy doing all of the things and you're ready to go to the next level, you have to do it before then, okay? You have to preemptively think, I am ready to go to the next level And so I have to show up as that person before I get there. It's not the other way around. Don't wait until uh, you feel like you're completely booked out and then do it because that doesn't work out very well for you. Start beforehand, show up as the person in the business that you want to be right now, and then the clients will follow. So I always say you're always ready for branding photos right now.
0: Oh, I absolutely agree with that. And I think you could take that and twist that into just about everything. Um, You know, people say, well, I don't have enough clients. I really don't need like a booking system. Yes. Yes, you do. You need one right now, which that's a whole nother. I love (laughs) that you said that because I think the biggest lie that holds everybody back is wait till you're ready. Well, there's really never a day and a time where you're fully ready for anything, whether it's motherhood. I mean, there's just a thousand Uh things I can fit under that umbrella. Um, I do want to take this one step deeper and just close it out with this. When you say, you know, we're showcasing our story, can you give us just a little bit of a tidbit on how we might prepare for that? Because I feel like if I go to Pinterest right now and I'm like, branding photos for photographers. We're going to see the same two things coffee shop with a laptop, which, and I have these photos. So I'm like, <laughs> looking up at myself. And then, you know, us with the camera in our hand. But how do we go deeper? What story are we really trying to portray? I do want to go a little bit deeper so that we can, I mean, obviously, portray our story in a very authentic way for
1: our clients. Perfect. Well, let's take, for example, a newborn photographer. Okay. Because there's so many different ways in which you can show, uh, which you can actually photograph newborns. Okay. And if somebody comes into it thinking that they're going to get a studio session, but you're just a lifestyle newborn photographer, if they don't understand that because you haven't shown that ahead of time, they will not book with you or they'll be upset. So you have to think about all taking the steps. So what's the very first thing that you do? If say, for example, you're a lifestyle photographer, you're going to need to have photos of you connecting with the parents, uh, talking with them, meeting with the mom before the baby is born, uh, showing the different props that you use, or do you bring in lighting systems? Do you need space in the house? Showing what kind of rooms look good, showing how you arrange or a, a parent should like clear off their bed. Say you're taking photos on their bed, clear off kind of some of the clutter, prepare for it, show the different types of wardrobe things that would work really well. Uh, So you're walking through every single step that you would normally talk them through, but in photos. Okay. So you want to tell the story of, I connect deeply with my parents before the baby is born. I get to know and understand their family and their family dynamic. And I know that they want intimate pictures of them in this very special setting. So we like to have it in a a nice clean room and the mom looks very feminine and ethereal. She doesn't feel upset. She feels very loved and welcome. The dad is super supporting and we're taking, you need to have photos of all of these And have pictures of somebody showing you, you're wiping the the mother's hair off the side so she looks beautiful. You're floofing the dress. You're patting the baby's bum to soothe the baby because you want it to be a really calm, relaxing feeling, okay? And then what's next? You're in there. You're engaging. Maybe it's um, the emotion behind it is very is very relaxed and natural. Okay. So you're not going to be having photos of you like jumping up and down or squeaking toys or even like super happy laughing and crazy like that. And then from there, what's the next step after that? Do you edit from a coffee shop? That's fine. Show a photo of that. Do you have a system at home? Are you sitting there drinking tea while you're doing it? Do you like to have music playing? What's the system that really gets you in the mood to edit in the style that you want. And what about delivery? What is your process? Do you deliver an online gallery or do you do in-person sales? Are you bringing them into your studio? Are you showing them a slideshow? Do you serve them treats and drinks? What about your products? Do you even have products? All of these things. So you're literally taking them from step one all the way through step 10 and photographing every single one of these steps all the way through the end. Now, what can you do to retain them as a client? All right. Do you send them postcards afterwards? Do you send them anniversary gifts? Do you send them emails? Think about all of that. You can totally photograph that process as well and talk about the experience. And this is totally, if we juxtapose this to, Say, for example, a family setting where you're working with kids, it's going to have a different feel behind it. You're going to talk about the different clothes that they have to wear, the ways in which you engage the kids. Are you, I know, pre-COVID times, are you in there tickling? Do you have a toy? Do you blow bubbles? Do you bring blankets for them to play with? What is it that you're doing in the process Get a photo of every single one of those things, because you're going to use it at some point in time, whether on your website, whether in your stories or your highlights or on your feed.
0: Oh my gosh. My mind is blown. I'm like, this is amazing. So it is literally taking someone behind the scenes, almost following you for the entire period from start to finish. It's your client journey and visuals.
1: Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. That's the most succinct way to say it. You can have somebody read all about it. But how many times have you read through somebody's entire process? But you can also capture the exact same thing with intense emotion through photos. And as photographers, we know that that is our job on a daily basis. Don't forget to do the same thing for your business. Otherwise, you're doing yourself a disservice. And more importantly, you're doing your clients a disservice.
0: Oh, my gosh, this is so good. So good. I was taking notes, as you saw. Um, and I hope everybody else is taking notes, too, or is at least going to listen to this twice. But that was amazing. So, yeah, it's much more than just smiling at the camera, holding a camera. It is hey, here's what it looks like to work with me. Like literally, I can't get any closer to me of watching how this goes down. So I love that. I could definitely see why you love your job so much. That would be so (laughs) fun to be able to like go on someone's, you know, on the back of their heels and just photograph their entire process. That is amazing. Well, thank you for taking the time. to draw that out for us. So we could have a visual, tangible checklist of what we need for our branding photos. And after hearing that, I'm like, I definitely want a professional following me around and not just, um, you know, maybe your your kids. I know a lot of photographers, use their kids or their husbands. They don't know what they're doing. (laughs) So I would much rather take an entire day, get this whole thing done by somebody that knows what they're doing. um, And I could see how you could use those over and over and over again.
1: So amazing. Right. It's more when we're talking about story, we're literally telling the story. It's great to have headshots, but your, your branding photos are not headshot photos, right? You need one headshot photo for your profile pictures that works great, but everything else needs to tell the story. Sitting in a coffee shop, having the exact same, I've got a book in a journal and I'm writing, or I'm drinking a cup of coffee. Everybody has those photos. And once again, what's going to set you apart, make sure that you're capturing those photos first.
0: Oh my gosh. I love this. Okay. Brittany, this was gold. Um, I am so excited to release this episode into the world. Is there anything that you want to leave my listeners with? And then of course, how can we point them back to, to follow you and hear your amazing podcast as well? Because if they love this one, they definitely need to be listening to yours.
1: Oh, thank you so much. So you can find me on Instagram at branding by Brit. That's Brit with one T. And I have a really awesome resource for all of you guys. It is my personal branding resource guide. It doesn't get any simpler than that, but it helps you with everything. If you're preparing for your, uh, branding session. It has everything from what you can wear, locations that you can go to, places you can rent, props that you need to be thinking about, and the different tools online that you can use to really up-level your branding session. You can find that resource guide at Brit slash guide. That's free for you guys. Once again, that's Brit B R I T one T benyon.com slash guide. And then if you want to hear more from me, you can find me at the post for success podcast on any podcasting platform.
0: Thank you so much. I will link all of that in the show notes so they can do a one click and go find you. Um, this was amazing. Thank you again for coming on the show pages and pages of notes. So I'm, I'm so glad we got to bring you on and really learn the importance of why we need to show up and really show ourselves as part of our marketing as well. So thanks again, Brittany. Thank you so much, Brooke. Hey friend, I want to take just a minute and introduce you to the, from broke to booked blueprint program. This is my signature business framework that has been taught to over 100 photographers in the last two years that has completely transformed photography businesses across the globe. Yes, really, the globe. When you become a student of the Blueprint program, you are given immediate access to my framework that gives you the support and tools you need to run a profitable, purposeful, and sustainable photography business. This program covers everything from building the foundation of your business, including the legal aspects, contracts, finances, taxes, etc. We cover client experience from start to finish, pricing and packages, how to brand your business so you can stand out from competitors. I also teach over six unique organic marketing strategies that you can use to book more clients in your business, as well as so many other topics and bonuses. You can read up on all of the details at brookjefferson.com slash blueprint program. But my favorite part of the entire program is getting to connect with you all inside of a student-only Facebook group where we really dig deep into your individual business and watch your growth throughout the entire time. And did I mention you get all of this for lifetime access? I would love to be your biggest cheerleader in your photography business and help you hit the goals that you have set for yourself. Come join us at brookjefferson.com slash blueprint program. And as a podcast listener, don't forget that you can take $100 off the program using the code bookmoreclients in all caps. I can't wait to see you inside.